All right, good morning to you. Daily Dose, Fletcher Keel, Stephen Albritton joining you, uh, rocking out through the headlines from uh, the morning and the day ahead to get you started as you walk out the door. Unfortunately, got a lot of uh, things we don't want to talk about early on first. We're going to end this on some uh, happiness and some fun things to talk about. So uh, first things first, uh, our big breaking news this morning here locally in Cincinnati. Uh, somebody was shot on a Metro bus overnight. It happened uh, around midnight. Uh, the driver of the bus is fine, but a passenger on the bus was shot by a teenager mm -hmm. and uh, Meredith Stutz was out there all morning long and it was one of those situations where you just wonder why this happened, how this happened because the police are still looking for that teenager. Yeah, teenage suspect, police say they still believed he's armed. Uh, no reason not to at this point. I uh, suppose they didn't find the, because sometimes in a case like this, they'll ditch the gun somewhere close to the scene and run. I mm -hmm. believe that isn't the case. At least they haven't found the firearm. Uh, but society police describing the suspect as a uh, black male teenager um, in a black bubble coat took off running from the scene. Uh, the victim uh, is in surgery or at least earlier this morning was mm -hmm. in surgery uh, at UC Medical Center. I uh, believe he is expected to survive, not the sustaining life-threatening injuries. And police also saying that only those three people, the driver, the victim, and this teenage suspect were on the bus at this time happening in Mount Lookout. Um, uh, uh, at Delta Avenue and Linwood Avenue uh, was the cross section there. Um, Meredith Stutz was live uh, for us all morning. Uh, we've got a couple of those hits on our website uh, for a little bit more, WLWT.com. Um, but yeah, so if you're waking up and this is the big local story this morning. Absolutely. So uh, yeah, definitely be aware if you hear of anything as far as the suspect, be sure to reach out. Uh, to police, we've only the second shooting in the Mount Lookout area in the past few years, so something that does not happen yep. often um, in that area. Our uh, next story was uh, breaking news for us at noon yesterday, and then of course with these situations, the details start to trickle out to the afternoon as police start to have uh, uh, press conferences and things of that nature. We're talking about that Nashville shooting at the Covenant School at a Presbyterian Church, a school of about 200 kids, pre-K through sixth grade. Unfortunately, another mass shooting, another school shooting in our country. Six people are dead, three kids, all age nine, three adults. Uh, one was the uh, head administrator at the school, one was a custodian, and one was also a substitute teacher. Uh, the shooter in this incident is dead. Police found lots of guns um, on this person as the investigation continues. But as with other mass shootings, you know, the thoughts and prayers have come out, the calls for change, the calls for um, um, you know, gun bans and things like that are already happening in, in D.C. Yeah, Greg Landsman, one of the most prominent voices on that yesterday, uh, sending out a very strongly worded tweet yeah. uh, about this. So we're, uh, we, we actually know, feels like we know a lot more than we normally would at this stage of an event like this. This, but we'll continue to learn more. Um, but that is going to definitely be the uh, story of the day around the country, if not today, then for the next couple days. Yes, today's show is already uh, down there in Nashville, but the Nashville police have been very forthcoming with information very, very quickly. They did stop the shooter uh, relatively quickly as well. They've already released pictures of the guns of the suspect. They already released what they found at this person's uh, home as far as uh, more guns, more uh, ammunition, and they did find a manifesto, and they believe that this person was uh, going to go out and commit more shootings if they had not um, stopped this person at the scene. So something uh, to keep an eye on as uh, more developments come um, through from Nashville. Next up, a case locally that WLWT has been on top of for the past 12 years, and that was the disappearance and murder of Caitlin Markham. <clears throat> she was found a decade ago, but now her fiance is the one being charged with her murder. And it was a bizarre scene in his first court appearance. Uh, Butler County Prosecutor Mike Moser reading 
uh, it, I guess you'd call it poetry, allegedly written by the suspect, uh, John Carter, and it, it, it had us all kind of stunned when we mm -hmm. heard him reading the stuff in court. Yeah, very dark, very, uh, I think stunned is the right way to put it, uh, very blunt. You almost couldn't believe that you were mm -hmm. hearing, being able to hear uh, some of the things being written. We have that entire, uh, I guess it was a motion hearing, mm -hmm. um, bond was set, um, I believe at a million dollars uh, for him, which was part of why the hearing was happening. So you can go and listen to that full thing over on our Facebook page um, and just hear the, the words, uh, again, allegedly in uh, a suspected killer's own words about uh, what happened. So all the, every other process of the trial um, of the trial has to play out. Um, I don't believe we have a trial date uh, quite yet. Of course, he was just taken into custody last yeah. week, uh, ending a 12-year investigation. Um, but that was uh, some shocking stuff to, to hear in the courtroom. For yeah, sure. it almost sounded like you know these were writings that were found at Carter's uh, mother's home. Some of them had his name on them. Some of them did not. It was almost it sounds like he was like speaking to somebody who was speaking back to them. At least mm -hmm. the way the prosecutor uh, was reading these. So he's uh, expected back in court um, in April. Something we're going to continue to follow. But as Fletcher said, WLWT.com, you'll be able to see more. Of of what we're talking about and go into more detail there. All right, let's let's bring it up. Yes, we, the good news. We need to bring bring it up. All right, we are just a couple days away from opening day here in Cincinnati, a holiday that we all love with the game, with the parade and everything that goes on around it. As far as the roster, Joey Votto, fan favorite. We love to see him. We love to hear from him. Joey Votto still bangs. We love to say it when he hits home runs. <laughs> but he's going to miss his uh, first opening day start in 14 years for the Reds. That shoulder surgery he had back in the fall. Still a little bit of a lingering issue. I think at this point it's more of a precautionary. Let's wait, get him a couple rehab starts in the minors, and then hopefully bring him up uh, in April. Sometime. Right. He's only played in eight uh, spring training games, mm -hmm. uh, so he's still working back slowly. He will open with the Louisville Bats AAA. Uh, they actually open the season in Nashville. Uh, opening day is Friday for that. Um, and if anyone is getting the uh, Major League Baseball streaming package, that comes with free minor league baseball games for the first time this year as well. So if you're interested in checking up not only on Vado's rehab, but also that exciting young pros, uh, pipeline of prospects, that'll be a good thing to do there. Um, but uh, obviously you slot in either at first base, probably Will Myers, okay. the offseason acquisition. Jake Fraley uh, might be an option if, uh, if for Votto to, or in place of Votto in that DH slot. Um, but yeah, as, as, as fun as it is to be in opening day, uh, when I worked in baseball, everyone was talking about, yeah, opening day is what we all focus on for you know four or five months, and it's exciting, and it's a special thing. But then there's a game after that, and a game after that, and a hundred after that. <laughs> so in sixty. Yeah, this is that. this is about keeping Votto fresh for as many games as yeah. possible, not just for one exciting day. Absolutely. A quick Bengals news: they did sign another tight end, Irv Smith. Uh, he's coming from the, the Vikings. Been mm -hmm. hurt a little bit here and there, but um, a good uh, young player to slot in there. Now that Hayden Hurst has left, and I think the I think we both agree that the Bengals are probably going to draft another yep. tight end as well for depth. Yep, but we're going to sure. talk about our weather forecast for today. And looking ahead, let's get over to Randy for our forecast. All right, right now things are quiet on the WLWT live radar. However, as we go through the day, expect to see the potential for some scattered showers to kick through the area in the late afternoon, early evening. We are starting out with temperatures in the 30s. We're going to make it up to about 53 this afternoon. Those spotty showers between about 4 or 5 p.m. and say 7 or 8 p.m. You'll see it here on the future cached quick line of showers that develops overhead and quickly gets out of town. And then we are done with the rain up through opening day. So we'll see how uh, Irv Smith spots in to wrap up the Bengals. Of course, the draft coming up at the end of next month in Kansas City, Missouri. But we have to talk about some accolades for our weather team. That's right. How about 12 in a row? 
12 in a row. Certified most accurate from weather, right? Mm -hmm. There's actually a cake over there if you guys need some cake. <laughs> I will never say no to cake. <laughs> Free cake is the best cake. So yeah, 12 years most accurate, mm -hmm. and it's not just a saying. This is something that's that everybody is competing for, obviously, yes. and it's something that you guys know, put a lot of stock in, you know, obviously trying to be accurate and keep people safe, keep people informed going forward. Yeah, we know how people joke about weather people's accuracy, but uh, there is actually a company that is independent from any TV ownership or anything, and, and they check what your forecast is for the day, and then they go back and check it against what actually happened. Uh, it, it's like golf, you want the lowest score. So they add on points for when you mess up, uh, and we actually end up with the lowest score in all of Ohio and Indiana. So that makes us the most accurate in two states. The most, most accurate. The most, most <laughs> accurate. It, yeah, independently certified by weather rate for the 12th year in a row. Wonderful. So. That is awesome. Congrats to you, you. And Kevin, Allison, Adam, Katie. Katie also who just had her baby. That's yes. right. That's her. Baby Jojo. So, yeah, baby Jojo. That's on our on our Facebook uh, socials as well. But yeah, 12 years most accurate as I, I mean, I remember when I first got here and it was like nine years most accurate and then the 10 years and 11. Now 12 <laughs> years it's most a dozen. accurate in a row. It's a, awesome. it's a good way to like calculate your time here too because I remember getting here and the first one is like 11 it's like okay cool yeah 11 and then who knows in a couple years will be like man 15 16 I remember when it was 11 so, <laughs> yeah, so congratulations to you all that is awesome we are excited I know they got us cake they should have us donuts it's a dozen yeah make more that's sense. Right. maybe I'll go get yeah I was gonna say I think we know what you're doing after <laughs> your uh, cut it today yep. <laughs> awesome thank you Randy we definitely appreciate it all right that's all we have for a daily dose we'll be back uh, once again tomorrow have a great day